entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to not to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a growth business strategist on a mission to help tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability and guides your growth. I want to share strategies that I've earned and learned on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have something to help my listeners. I've got five ways that you can turn your business into one worth selling. Go pick that up at my website on trajectorybiz, that's B-I-Z.com. So I'm really excited to have my friend and guest on today, Evans Putman. Evans is a coach, consultant, and best-selling author, as well as a podcaster who helps individuals and change-making entrepreneurs with big, positive missions to monetize their message and build profitable and scalable dream businesses that change lives. Evans has been going on his 20th year and in the online space as an entrepreneur, and he is the creator of the Infinite Impact Method and the Seven Figure Dream Client Podcast Blueprint. Those are big words. Uh, along with being a co-author of the number one bestseller, Million Dollar Dads, I love that, as well as the Entrepreneur's Playbook, Evans is also the host of the Infinite Impact Influencers podcast, and his trainings have been licensed by and featured in ClickFunnels um, with founder Russell Brunson in his high-ticket coaching program. So Evans, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. This is going to be so much fun. Welcome to Profit with a Plan. All right. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Great. So um, first of all, we're both in ClickFunnels and we just, we, I, I know we're, we drink the Kool-Aid of Russell Brunson and, and his methods and method, methodologies. I just love it that you're here with us today to share some of your insights. Um, how did you get into podcasting um, and using the infinite impact? So influ infinite in, infinite impact influencer, method. there you go. So you, <laughs> you get a lot of tricky words in there, but I love the idea of it. Yeah, it, it's funny because podcasting, you know, was not where I started my journey, especially 20 years ago. Um, but through, through the years, I developed a lot of different skill sets, a lot of different things that I was doing. And at the time, this was probably about five years ago, I was a marketing consultant and strategist, and I worked with clients to help them with their strategy and grow their business. Didn't, had never worked in podcasting before, but, um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later about building your pipeline and lead generation, but I got a little lazy with that part of my business because I got comfortable with some clients paying me really good money and keeping That's things going. That's the death going. of any business owner, right? Is getting comfortable. <laughs> exactly. And I learned a hard lesson, but it was a lesson that I'm glad I learned it and didn't repeat it. But at the time, the ones that I did have for various reasons, all of a sudden they were like, you know, hey, I, I can't do this anymore. I've got one of them was a nonprofit. They lost their grant. Different, different situations, but I found myself with one client, barely enough money coming in to pay the bills, and I started going out looking for another client, and that's where I saw this person asking for help, and it was in real estate. I had a background in real estate. I, I, was, I had an agent's license. I worked with a lot of real estate agents, so I, even though the, what they were asking me to do or looking for 
wasn't really my skill set and was actually a little bit below what I normally did. I just had this sort of feeling that I should reach out and contact this person. And long story short, turns out that they needed help growing their real estate podcast. Um, mm. And this client, whose name is Pat Hyben, went on to be a business partner of mine where I went from being a client uh, or being a consultant for him to actually partnering in the business. And we grew that podcast into an actual real business that sold digital courses and sales training to real estate agents, helped them grow their business. So it was, you know, felt like I was doing something great at the same time. And we were able to build a seven figure business out of that podcast. So it was sort of wow. trial by fire, how I got into podcasting, you know, it, was, it chose me and I just sort of raised my hand and said, yes, I can do this. When I had no idea what I was doing, um, how to grow a podcast or monetize, I figured it out along the way. And that's what I tell my clients now. It's like, I figured it out and took all the lumps. So you don't have to, right. I can, <sighs> I can, I can steer you away from all the, the bad obstacles and things that the pitfalls, the things that we went through and get you in the right direction. But, um, but yeah, it was a very satisfying journey. And once I realized how many people we were impacting and helping when they would come up to us in person at events and talk to us and say, you know, Hey, is that Pat? I can't believe his podcast has changed my life. It's helped grow my business. And I wanted from that point, I was like, if we did this over here, Imagine what I could do if I go over and share this with other entrepreneurs and let them sort of spread that infinite impact, you know, go out into the world and change, change lives for the better. So that's, that's how podcasting sort of changed my life. I love it. That's an amazing story because, you know, we stumble into things that, that happen in our life that take us down different paths and different roads. I mean, you know, you, you, you fell into podcasting, but look what it did for you. And I mm-hmm. found that I kind of fell into podcasting because I wanted to interview and get some exposure. And now 120 some odd episodes later, I'm still doing it and found out some amazing people, found out some amazing things that help my clients that have helped me and have helped my listeners. So it's just, I love podcasting. I think it's a great tool. But one thing that you mentioned that I think that was like, ooh, wait a minute, is that you made a business out of podcasting, right? Right. Yeah, that's, we did actually. It, that's it, it looked really pretty on the back end, but not <laughs> as it was being built, it was a little bit like, you know, one of these really crazy rehab projects that things keep you know, happening. And, you know, it's like the, well, I can't remember the name of the movie now, but it was the the money trap or money, something like that, you know, but that's what it felt like through the process. But we did, it turned out to be a real business where the podcast filled our funnel, helped us get leads, helped us get sales and helped us, you know, build an actual business that we were able to sell later. Um, So it went from just being a, a, a passion of Pat's and a podcast with no, you know, no business model whatsoever to an actual real business model that was able to, um, that we're able to duplicate now with other people. So when you talk about duplicating that with other people, are there certain industries that it works really well for and certain industries that maybe it doesn't work for, or can anybody do it? I think anybody can do it. I think, you know, it just depends on what you're trying to do. What I always tell people first is like, let's sit down and figure out what are you trying to accomplish? 
with your oh, podcast when it comes to the monetization, right? What is your monetization goal with this? Um, because what we learned was we were very much like, well, let's try this. Let's try this. This isn't working good. Let's maybe try this. And what I discovered along the way was if you just have one clear you know, path that you're trying to go down, that you know you want to reach this one destination, one goal with your podcast, then you can make it work for any industry. And it may be, like you mentioned, you started it with wanting to get exposure and wanting to meet people, which is great. You know, if you if you're a real estate agent, you can get out there and you can educate other people. If you're a coach, you can sell services to people. If you are a small business, it's a great way to bring people into your world and actually build a following of customers that will keep coming back again and again. So I don't think, I mean, for me, it's local businesses, service businesses, online businesses, coaches, consultants, anybody can monetize a podcast and find a way to make it beneficial. I love it. I love it. And I think when you're talking about monetizing, are you talking about advertisers coming on or are you selling products on the the podcast? What we discovered, that's a great question because we discovered we, we grew a very large audience. So we had a lot of people approaching us about, hey, can we run some ads, some promotions through you? But what we soon discovered was, you know what, we have a service and a product that we're selling and it's so much more profitable than signing over to that. And and also our listeners did not that we had heard when we did some of our own little promos, our own little advertisements and threw them in the podcast to test things. We got a lot of feedback from people like, hey, we don't like this. We don't want to be interrupted. We like it when you're just giving value. And you're helping and you're sharing and you're helping us, giving us, educating us and giving us information. So what I tell business owners and entrepreneurs is, is to use it in a way that really benefits you. And that's usually by selling your own products, services, or even just to get people, you know, so many people love local businesses that share their story and that create that real connection with right. others rather than just feeling like a, it's a building in a, you know, on a strip mall. It's an actual, there's a person in there that owns that, that has a story that can share all these things with people and build a real connection. And that keeps people coming back again and again and again and again. So, I love it. so yeah, I would definitely, I definitely recommend, you know, unless you are a celebrity or you've reached a certain status to where you've, you've, you know, you've, you've become somebody like a Russell Brunson or somebody like that, who, even if you look at Russell Brunson, he could easily with his podcast and the numbers that they have, they could easily sell ads, but instead he knows that his real um, strength is by using that to generate leads and that sell his products and services. I love that. So in, in those products and services, just to be um, uh, clear on that, that could be a come into my store and buy something, check out this sale, or I've got this program or I've got this thing that I'm offering for free that, you know, go pick it up and start to experience my, my world, um, which is exactly. one of my favorite tools is is what we call a, a lead magnet or, or a, um, mm-hmm. a free giveaway that allows someone to kind of check you out without a huge commitment and to start experiencing you 
And, and that's what, that's what I think podcast is great for is, is creating that opportunity. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. It builds that trust level and creates the relationship and then it cultivates the relationship. And that's where a lot of people tend to drop the ball is, okay, you've got the name and the email address, but that's not where the the relationship should end, right? That's not where you just start sending them an email saying, buy my thing, buy buy my thing, buy my thing. It's all about at that point, all it is, is they've moved a little bit farther down the path of getting to know, like, and trust you a little bit more. So you need to really cultivate that relationship. And I know you and I were discussing this when we first talked and I shared with you how, you know, we had, we had built this large audience, this big following. We were trying to sell before we developed that relationship. And that's where we were struggling. And then that was our next big lesson that we learned, that we focused on the lead generation. And when we did that, we started noticing we built a really strong, um, irresistible offer to get people in, to give them something for free. It was a free resource area where they could get not just one thing, but multiple things. So we sort of thought, what's everybody else doing? Let's do it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And um, doing that also enabled us to continue the conversation to let them know like, Hey, we put something new in your resource area. Hey, we just gave you some more value. We just gave you something else. We just continue to give you value. And then by the way, after like the fifth or sixth contact, we have this thing over here that could really help your business and grow your profits and make you more money. Um, So it was all about lead generation, cultivating the relationship and then opening the opportunity to work together down the road. That's fantastic. I mean, you know, so many people in business, you know, jump to the, oh, you're breathing, I can help you or, or, or the attack, you know, the, the, they're coming out with their claws because you, you gave them your email address, which is the biggest turnoff. But I love the idea of your resource, um, your resources that you provide. And we'll talk about that one a little bit more in a minute, but you're providing them something of value that maybe you didn't even have to create yourself. Um, but you've got all these pieces together and it keeps them coming back to going, oh, and, and then it also gives them an opportunity or you an opportunity to sh- keep, continue to share value and say, oh, go, go back and check. I added something new. So then they're now mm-hmm. like, oh, they're watching for your email rather than kicking it to the curb and unsubscribing. They're watching for it because you're adding so much more stuff. And um, I think with anything that, that I feel is important in business is to add that value, you know, to be that resource for the client, whether they're your clients or wannabe clients or just tire kickers, be a resource to them. And I think that that's the way that you build that know, like, and trust that we all talk about. Yeah. So this is fantastic. Did it, did, where did, where did you put all these resources? What, what did you do with it? Well, we, as you touched on earlier, we were lucky enough that we, we did an interview show. So we brought on amazing entrepreneurs like yourself would come on our show and they always, they always had one superpower. One thing they were really good at. Mm -hmm. And as you know, we were in the real estate space. So we'd have agents that came on that were like excellent at working with FISBOs. You know, maybe maybe they were excellent at doing outbound cold calling, whatever it was. So they had one superpower and they would come on and share that. 
in the podcast. So that's always that's one part of the, the the know, like, and trust too that a lot of people miss out on. It's like, hey, if you've got the podcast, make sure you're sharing real valuable information. Yes. And then they would move to the next step. Well, we would ask that person when they came on the show, do you mind providing us something? You know, if you're going to share like how to um, overcome objections on cold calling on outbound calls, do you mind sharing like a list of your best objections that we can put in our free resource area? And they were all really willing to do this. I would say probably 90 something percent were always like, yes, I'd love to. But we created a win-win where we would say, if you give us this resource, we're not going to ever sell this. We're not going to ever make money off of you or monetize it. It's going to be in there. It's going to be free. You can put your links to anything you want on that free resource. So it's evergreen and it's in there. And we'll also include your podcast episode in there with links out to your websites, to your lead magnets, whatever it is you want us to share. So we basically created like an evergreen marketing funnel for the person that gave us something for free to put in our marketing funnel. And in the end, the person that opted in the lead got something that was truly implementable and actionable that they could take and like use in their business that day if they wanted to. So it was just a win, win, win across the board for everybody. That's a fantastic idea. And, and, you're showcasing your talent with the people that are coming on. So they could be potential clients, right? Somewhere down the road because they're seeing how you're doing mm-hmm. this. But then you're also the listeners that are coming on are getting these great ideas and seeing again how you're doing this. Wow, what a what an opportunity to really bring a, a value to the client, which we were just talking about and doing it in, in a way that allows you to you know, build multiple relationships along the way. I'm seeing, I'm seeing this spider out here. It's, it's, it's mind blowing at the opportunities that can come out of having just a free resource or a basket yeah. or a page or something, a group of free resources that would be attractive to your ideal customer. What, wow. And what people have to realize, whether it doesn't matter what business you're in, is that right now people are, like you mentioned earlier, you get inundated with emails. You get inundated with offers to exchange your email for something. So people are at the point where it's like, I don't want another just simple PDF or I don't want, I want it to be, and if it is, I want it to just be something that's going to actually give me something I can use, Right. right? So that's key number one. It needs to be implementable and actionable to give a quick win. Because if you can give somebody that gives them gives them a quick win, then that just raise that level of trust even more. Like, oh, this person can actually help me. So you want it to be able to give them a quick win, but you also want to think out of the box, you know, even though I don't really like that saying, but just do something different, right? Mm-hmm. As Russell would say, over-deliver, yeah, right? Over-deliver right. and give something a little bit more than, a little bit more effort than the other people are doing. The 90% are giving less effort, you give like just a tiny bit, a little bit more effort, you're going to be leaps and bounds ahead of them. So Love that it. just, and, and your it changed, best idea. you know, like, and your best yeah. <laughs> idea. I think that that's important. Yes. Don't give them the, the garbage that they can get anywhere. Give them your best ideas. So I yeah. think that's another piece that I, I like about uh, because this whole method. Will, people will come to you. If you give them your best idea, you, a lot of people are scared. I'm sure you've probably run into this too. Like I'm scared to do that, but people want help implementing those best ideas. 
Mm-hmm. Right. There's always questions around it. No matter how much you give it, you can't give them everything because a lot of it is inside of you. And it only comes when you have that interaction with the client or the customer. So, so it's true. give them your best idea and then they will it, it'll move the needle so much farther to the trust that they'll just come to you and be like, you know what? I love this. I can go do this, but I'd really like you to help guide me in some way. Or can you help me with it? So right. You're the implementation is always way. the hardest. Exactly. The implementation is yeah. always the hardest, but the idea is there. And if you share your brightest and best ideas with your potential clients, then then that's going to be the attractive piece to them. I know I've had uh, several people that I follow and watch and, you know, they dangle a carrot, but then they go, oh, well, you know, that's if you that's in my paid program. And, and that just drives me crazy. It's like, no, nah, give it away. You know, they can't implement it. Give it away. And for the 5% that can implement it, Cheers to you, you know, but the 95% are the people that need your help. And if you're not giving away your greatest ideas, then they're not going to, they're not going to see your genius and how great you could be to work with on a partner. So, um, Evans, I I can give you real quick, if you you give me a second, I'm going to give you, I want to share like some real numbers just to like reiterate the point that you're saying by giving away, by stopping, stopping the selling you know, not selling. We sold without selling. We gave, we just gave stuff away, gave away our best stuff. We even included some of our course modules in that members area. So we would give things away. Like here's how to go into a listing um, appointment with a seller and walk out the door with a signed contract. And people are like, why would you give that away? That's worth so much money. It's like, well, because then you also have to know how to get the leads to get the listing lead. You have to do, I mean, there's so much more to it, but by doing that, just to give your listeners and viewers some numbers, first of all, our opt-in rate by putting together this sort of irresistible lead magnet offer was 78.6%. So what? almost eight out of 10 people, could, this, these are people straight from the podcast, hit that page, eight out of 10 gave us their information, raised their hand and said, I want to continue the conversation with you, wow. and, you know, potentially be a client. And then as you move through the process, as you mentioned earlier, by being able to cultivate that relationship and send them more emails, they look, you, you put it perfectly where you said they look forward to getting those emails. They did. They opened our, our email open rate was 46% plus, which was way above the industry average. And these then, are huge um, numbers, by the way, listeners. Mm-hmm. These are these are almost unheard of numbers. So most of these kind of numbers are in the tens and twenties, single digit kind of things. And you're getting these fantastic numbers. That's great. Yeah. And then our when we looked at we tracked everything. So we would keep an idea of where where our sales and revenue are coming from, which of course everybody should be doing if you're not tracking, track the, the numbers don't lie, right? So right. um 80% of our highest value buyers, highest value customers that spent the most with us, that came back again and again, that spent the most like average cart value. So like when they showed up, they bought multiple things at once. 80% of those people came from that lead generation list. Wow. And some of these people would, you know, you'd track them and it'd be like 10 months later, we'd have this really big sale. And I go, look, and that person would have been on our list for 10 months but because we kept the conversation, kept the relationship going, we got a really big sale on the back end. So I just wanted wow. to throw those numbers out there, not any, not to brag in any way, but to let people know this is really 
a smart way to do things. And you, I mean, you put it perfectly, give away your best stuff. Don't be afraid to, because you get those type of numbers. So you're getting more people from raising their hand from just being, you know, maybe a bystander um, Mm -hmm. or a listener to them becoming a lead to Mm -hmm. them getting into your funnel and then raising their hand and saying, now I do want to work with you. So if you can get more people into that front door and build the relationship, you're going to have much, many more sales and much more profit. And exactly that I think is the magic. That's the magic that you're talking about because most people will not buy the first time they see you. You know, TV tells us that's why we see the repetitive commercials over and over again, because it takes seven or eight times for them to see something for them to go, Oh, wait a minute. And then it has to like all the planets have to align because, you know, they're, they may not be ready to buy. And just because they haven't bought um, doesn't mean you kick them to the curb. You love on them for a long period of time and continue showing them value and, and your best ideas. And then 10 months later, you've got a huge deal. That's fantastic. And all from a podcast with a resource page. Who would have known? Evans, this is great information and 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 really juicy like ideas that that I hope listeners are following on because this is really, really good stuff. So yeah, and so I we can you mentioned go ahead. Go I was ahead, just I'm gonna sorry. say if we're if we're if we're doing if we're not doing a podcast, does that mean that we still can't? I mean, we could still use a resource page, but then how do you get people to the resource page, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's so many different ways, you know, but just build that, build that landing page. And, you know, a lot of what, like I, like I mentioned what, you know, the podcast was just a container. (laughs) This, this whole system and everything that I learned from building this are just sound business principles that could be used in any business, a brick and mortar business, you know, an online business, it doesn't matter, but um, you just want to make sure but one, like we said, you're if you if you're a local business, you don't have a podcast, but you just want to get more leads. Make sure one that what you offer to give people sort of stands out, and that they realize when they get it, it's going to give them an implementable, actionable step that they can do in their life, no matter what it is, to make their life better, to get them closer to that desired result, that transformation that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's number one. And that's that's a principle that doesn't matter if you are a business that's out there, you know, just sending out postcards in the mail. Right. right. You don't want to look you don't want to be the same as everybody else. You got to have a way to get leads to first raise their hand to cut through that noise. And then once they get through that noise to make sure that you give them something that they're just like, wow, I just got a a win. It could be a micro win, but it's a win nonetheless so that they keep coming back again and again. I love that. And you said any kind of business. So we're talking an attorney can give some valuable information. Uh, A chiropractor can give some exercises and some pain relief ideas. Uh, A dentist can give you some cleaning tips or, you know, something that you could do for your kids or what not to eat or what to do after you eat. Like, you know, who wants to eat a a caramel apple, right? You know, and then what Mm -hmm. do you do after you eat the caramel? So, I mean, these are things that, that any business can do. If you're a plumber, you, you, you give them ideas on what to do when the water leaks or how to fix that drippy toilet. Or, I mean, there's, thousands of opportunities for listeners with businesses. Well, that's our base, but 
but business owners to come up with some ideas that would really benefit the the person on the other end of that. And what better way to get people to listen to you or at least find you is to use the medium of, of podcasts. Yeah. And like you said, so, it can be, I mean, restaurants can do this. Anybody can do it. You know, as soon as they come, as soon as they come through your door, like my, for instance, the chiropractor that I was going to see, uh, I can't remember exactly what they were doing, but it was right there at the front desk. And it was an opportunity to get on their list, but they were creating like this. Hey, if you sign up here, you could scan your phone over it even, which was really cool. So it did all the work for you, but it immediately gave you opened up these videos that would give you sort of lifestyle hacks, how to live healthier, how to, you know, and it sort of, it was congruent and complementary to their main business, but right. wasn't the same thing that they, that it wasn't chiropractic, but it might be like, you know, here's some healthy recipes. Here's some great stretches to do. So it was just a great way to continue the conversation. And um, yeah, it was, it was perfect. And it was as easy as just getting them right when they were, if the person's already in your office, you know, they have a lot of choices. They can e- easily go somewhere else and make another choice. So, so go on and get them on that list and continue that relationship all the time. I, I love it. This has been so valuable, Evans, to, to think about the opportunity of, you know, finding clients, getting the leads and how to get them in the front door of the first place. Um, you know, these are all things that every single business struggles with. And you just gave us the answer of how to get them to come back and to stay with you and to stay in mind. And and it didn't involve knocking on doors and putting flyers out or mailing coupons. You know, it's something of value. And what I would share, too, is that for people listening to this, they may not have an interest. I don't want to I don't want to start a podcast. You know, maybe I'm a chiropractor. I don't want to start my own. But there are opportunities to go on as an expert guest and get your name out there and build your brand that way. Um, That's what was so beneficial to all the real estate agents that came on our show. They would come on and some of us would tell us that, you know, like after they came on the show and shared that it just spread the word, even in their local area and their business increased from being on that show. They got invited to go on other shows. And then some of them actually became sort of these experts, you know, authorities where they're just like, I never meant to become like, you know, this recognizable person from just being the local, you know, listing agent over here in wherever Las Vegas or wherever they are. To all of a sudden now they're being recognized and people are starting to ask them on their show. They're asking them to do other things, come on these summits, do these things. And it opens up the door to so many more possibilities. So there, there's always podcast hosts looking for guests. And you'll be surprised if you really do a little digging, you'll find local podcasts. Like I just realized the other day, even in our local area, the local weatherman for one of the news stations has started a local business podcast where he wow. introduces business owners who are local small businesses in the community brings them on his podcast and sort of introduces them to the community, but then guess where they advertise that podcast. It shows up on the local news where they're like, Hey, make sure to join us next week for this person who just started this business, blah, blah. And it's, um, so these are local business owners who are able to get the word out in their community 
through smaller branded podcasts. So, That's you know, fantastic. the opportunities are out there. And then one more piece on this is that, you know, a lot of podcasts are doing what I'm doing. My podcast is, is posted up on YouTube. So I have a video podcast as well as an audio version. And this is, um, this is reusable material. <laughs> so Evans, you're, mm -hmm. you could take this podcast and take the sound and post it on your website. You could send it out in an email. You could do all sorts of things. And the same with the video up on your website. You can use clips for things that you're doing in the future. You can brand yourself. So the, the, the multi-purpose of the, the podcast itself is just so much. It, it's so much fun to, to have material like this. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, for, think for about a small marketing. business, a small business owner who's not, I don't have a big budget to create videos. I don't have a big budget to create mark, a lot of marketing materials. Go get on podcasts. Podcasters love to give you things to help promote the podcast. So you'll get some stuff that you can then use, like you mentioned, in your own marketing. So yeah, it's a great way. It's a great way just to go talk and, and build relationships too, which is always important. Relationships, referrals. Mm -hmm and grow your network. Yep, branding, extension, expansion, your your visibility, it's all right mm -hmm. there. So this has been a fantastic conversation. You can't tell that I'm excited about podcasting or or the idea of your reference page and, and having those resources were just like spot on and perfect for today's listeners to make sure that they've uh, they've got everything that they need to continue to grow their business. You said it in the beginning that you got complacent, right? And you all of a sudden you're looking, your clients shifted and you had one client left and it's like, we've all been there. So it's that keeping everything going. And Evans, this has been, this has been fantastic. Where can listeners find out more about you, the podcast, your books, everything you've got going on? Well, I would say, you know, if the easiest way for them to connect with me is just come on Facebook and look for Evans Putman and it'll, you might see two results. One's my business page, one's me. So it's still just me, but just shoot me, you know, friend request me and shoot me a message. And um, I love to connect, talk and, you know, grow relationships. And I might even be able to point you to some podcasts that could help you out with so many of the hosts that I know in my network as well. So definitely do that on Facebook. And then for your, um, for your listeners, I, I have a free guide that I wanted to give them. It's uh, five steps to turn your podcast into a high ticket sales machine. So that's provided for free. If you go to, I want to make sure I got the thing right here, dreamclientsforlife.com forward slash guide, G-U-I-D-E. So dreamclientsforlife.com forward slash guide. But even if you are in a local business, a service business or whatever, there's the, like we talked today, the foundational elements are the same and the things in that guide will still help you. Awesome. And listeners, all this information will be in the podcast notes. So if you weren't able to write it down because you're driving or, or what have you, you know, it'll be in the podcast notes for you. Evans, this has been really, really valuable. And I thank you for joining us on the show today. I know that uh, the listeners, um, you know, you guys, I hope you found an idea or two or three that you can put into your business that will help your business be more profitable. I know I did. And I'm going to go implement that resource page. It's been on my checklist to do since mm -hmm. Evans and I, Evan and I started talking, but I haven't done it yet. So soon look out for it. Um, but in the meantime, <laughs> now more than ever, you need to have your own profit plan in place. 
Don't forget to go pick up my five ways to turn your business into one we're selling right now. Go get that on my website at trajectorybiz, that's biz.com. As always, Evans and I would love to hear your questions, comments, feedback, you know, just comment on the show. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your idea is that you're going to put in play. And then don't forget to subscribe. Um, you you want to hear this podcast. We do it every Tuesday. So subscribe and you'll be on our list to, uh, to get updates as the podcast. And you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thank you so much, Evans. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you.